Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me once again on Sky High Rock Bottom. This is James in the AM. I don't care if you're listening in the AM, PM. I just appreciate you guys joining me. This is your host, James E. Pishin. Today, I was hoping to do a more personal podcast. I am going to be talking about addiction, mainly my addiction to my phone. It's nothing too crazy, nothing too serious. Um, So if you're listening to this in the morning, hoping to have having a good time, you can still do that with me. And, um, but I was going to go through a little bit of my personal life and yeah, I thought you guys could get to know me a little bit on this episode. Thanks again so much for listening. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Go ahead and share this with your friends and family if you want to, and I hope you enjoy. You know how I say, I don't care if you're listening in the AM or PM. I was thinking, why is there not like a middle one? Because I don't think anyone considers like 11 to maybe like, no, wait, let's make that 1030. 1030, McDonald's stops serving breakfast. So let's say from 1030 to four, I think no one considers that neither AM or PM. So we need to, we need to create something in the middle. What's a good middle? Like no i don't know if you have any ideas let me know we need to create one in the middle no one considers 10 30 4 either am or pm so we gotta brainstorm on that and see if we can do anything with that because i need something in the middle so that i can say i don't care if you're listening in the am this or pm or i could say morning afternoon or evening i think i did that once whatever just a thought that came to mind uh today i drank coffee with a straw well, no, no, no. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I drink iced coffee with straws, but today I drank a hot coffee with a straw. I don't think people do that. I don't do that personally. Uh, the reason I did, I just finished drinking it, is because I'm not trying to stain my teeth anymore. And I know for a fact that I have been staining my teeth from coffee since I was a kid and started drinking coffee. So 100% I need to stop doing that. So I thought one of my favorite cups that I drink coffee out of couldn't fit a straw because I like close it. It has like a closing thing to keep the coffee hot. Um, and it's like a tumbler with a coffee. And I didn't think a metal straw could fit in there. Yeah, I use a metal straw. Okay, guys. Yeah, saving turtles one by one. And uh, I didn't think it fit in there and it did. So I'm really happy to know that my gold straw metal fits in my tumbler. So pat on my back, okay? And uh, I did um, enjoy the coffee a little more because I was drinking it a little slower with the straw, which was great. So it lasted longer, who knew? Who knew that if you were to slower, slow, drink a, your coffee slower, that it would last longer. Not me, not this kid, but now I know. So yeah. Um, oh, I was thinking about this. As a kid, I drank coffee, like a little bit. My mom would add like, I don't know, just a little bit of coffee to my cup and then the rest of it with milk so that it, cause I didn't like strong coffee anyway. I still don't really like like a strong black coffee, but it's probably why. Cause I started drinking it with like, I don't know, like a eighth of the cup coffee, the seven eighth of it milk. But as a kid, I drank that kind of coffee. I My brothers drank coffee and we were all boys in a house, young, drinking coffee. 
No wonder we were fighting, yelling, screaming, annoying the crap out of my parents because we were freaking drinking coffee at like teenage, like not even teenage, pre-teen ages. So I don't think coffee's meant for kids like us. So that's probably half of the reason we have the problems we do. But that's not our fault. That's our mom's fault. So sorry, mom. That's on you. Uh, yeah. Um, I also took a bunch of vitamins this morning. I've been taking vitamin B12, vitamin C. I've been taking zinc, copper. been taking vitamin D3. been taking, what else? Omega, biotin been taking and something else how could i not remember but yeah i've been taking those i've been, i take my omega-3 through fish oil and i realized that's probably why i have felt different this past year i started taking all these vitamins and mainly because i've been wanting to keep my immune system up um but it's been great. I've been feeling different. I've been feeling more energized throughout the day. Before I was doing a intermittent fasting diet that was really good for me energy wise. And I'd said to myself that if I stopped doing that, I wouldn't have as much energy. And I would, you know, I, I knew that I had way more energy when I was intermittent fasting, but, um, I stopped intermittent fasting, but I was still taking these vitamins and I felt great. I still feel great. So, I'm, I think I started doing both around the same time. So I don't know if my energy was coming from the vitamins specifically or from the intermittent fasting, or maybe I was even more energized when I was doing both. But I do know that I feel great with just taking the vitamins. So we'll see if I get back to intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting was great for uh, uh, energy levels for me, primarily. Um, I might do a podcast just on my experience with intermittent fasting and my gym routine currently i'm kind of building up a um a routine and a habit of going more regularly recently with my girlfriend and it was great before i was going on my own in the mornings and it wasn't very consistent and then my girlfriend and i started going together daniela and i started being more regular with this so that was great hopefully she doesn't stop going because then i might stop going so <laughs> hopefully that's not the case though one sec let me take a sip of my water I've been drinking about 12 cups of water a day. I have this like 10 cup jug that I fill up in the morning and try to drink. Try to drink the, all of it until the afternoon so that I'm like hydrated throughout the day. Um, and then I drink maybe half of it again throughout the day. I go to the bathroom a lot. My bladder's tiny. Like when I'm at work, I work on an ambulance. I work with, uh, I work in as an EMT. I don't want to disclose what company I work with, but I work as a, EMT and I'm on an ambulance so the only chances I get to go to the bathroom are in the hospital um and we don't unless I go to get something to eat or something but most of the time it's in the hospital and I try to avoid that as much as possible because those hospital bathrooms are disgusting but uh yeah so what happens if I am able to drink most of it before work then I'm not going to the bathroom freaking six times on shift or seven eight times on shift so yeah that's primarily why i drink it before the afternoon it's just kind of became a routine sorry i gotta stop doing that i'm recording um but yeah addiction addicted 
addicted means to be physically and mentally dependent on a particular substance. It's an adjective. You could also use addiction instead of addicted, but it's to be dependent on something. Um, it doesn't have to be bad. An addiction could be really good. Like you could be addicted to reading the Bible or addicted to reading in general. Um, that's really good, you know, but most of the time addiction is used in a negative connotation. Uh, for me, I am insanely, insanely addicted to my phone recently. And the only times I'm not on my phone more than like six hours a day is if I'm working, hanging with my girlfriend. Um, yeah, I think those are the only two, two situations I don't end up being on my phone for six hours a day. If I hang with my girlfriend the whole day or if I'm working that day, because it's really hard to be on your phone in either situations. I don't like being on my phone a lot with my girlfriend because we like enjoying each other's time. And I don't like being on my, I mean, I really can't be on my phone too much because I'm either with the patient or I'm just working on something at work. Um, and so when I'm not in those situations, I'm spending a lot of time on my phone, upwards of like six to sometimes 10 hours a day. Before I was using my phone, before quarantine, um, when I had, when you had to go to classes to go to school, when you uh, were going out more often, when I was spending more time at the gym rather than less time because I don't want to be in a place with so many people. But before, COVID, I was spending maybe four hours, four to six hours a day. And I thought those were day, those days were like, oh, that's way too much. And I thought I was spending way too much time on my phone at those times. But now I'm spending upwards of six to 10 hours a day on my phone. And I just ugh, I feel so horrible. I don't even know when the transition happened. I just remember going from, oh, you shouldn't spend so much time on your phone. I only spend four to six hours. Look at you, you're spending six to, or plus hours a day. Like I was even, you know, like on my brother about it. And, you know, I was trying to, I was telling others that I try not to spend too much time on my phone. And like when somebody else would bring up an addiction to their phone, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm not addicted. I control that pretty well. And I kind of believed it, you know, but I think I just had less time to be on my phone. So when I had more time, when I had the time, I was on my phone, um, which still, kind of means I was addicted back then too. I just, with less time, it just, now I have way more, way more time, uh, after COVID, uh, during quarantine. So I think now I've just, I'm just obviously it's taken up so much more of my day that I'm, it, it came to surface that I'm addicted to my phone. And I think the worst part about it is that I feel like I've lost so much time this quarantine to do more productive stuff. And I started to do little things the past month or so to get off my phone and uh, to, to like obviously help with my addiction. And one of them is like leaving my phone upstairs uh, when I'm doing something. I was actually listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast and she went was really open about it on one of her episodes. And she says she can like go cooking for two hours and not look at her phone once. And it makes sense. Like when you're uh, occupied with something like more uh brain heavy like cooking or anything anything that requires a like a lot of focus you can't be really on your phone so you could just leave it upstairs and i've been trying to do that more recently but i got an apple watch recently so now i get notifications on my wrist so like 
when I'm when I decided, okay, I'm gonna leave my phone upstairs. I'm gonna do something, you know, I'm gonna do something more productive, not be on my phone. I get a notification on my wrist, and most of the time, I'm like, okay, that's not important enough for me to go look at my phone. All it takes is one important notification on my watch for me to go to my phone and start you and to look at it upstairs or wherever I put it so that I'm not, you know, close to it. And then I go to my phone, I look at the notification, great, but that's, I don't stop there. I then look at Instagram and I just scroll through Instagram, I look at Snapchat, I look at anything else that's on my phone that's keeps me from getting off of it. And it's so bad. I hate it so much. And like the worst, you know, like the worst part about, it, like I said, is I lose so much time to be doing something else. And like today, specifically today to record this podcast, it took me a while before I even started recording because I was on my phone and like, I want to record. I want to get an episode out. I love doing this for you guys. And I love, you know, having a conversation and, um, but <laughs> having a conversation with myself, but, um, yeah, it's just, it sucks. So I, I know, I, I know I have an addictive personality, but I didn't know, but I thought I was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't going to my phone. My addiction was not getting to my phone. Um, but now I know that's not true. There's no way that's true. Cause I'm definitely addicted to my phone. Um, I, my friend and I were actually trying to get off our phones by first limiting our Instagram use to an hour a day. Um, hopefully that works and we're able to start there and then I can go down from there. An hour a day on Instagram is still so much time. The goal should really be like 30 minutes and then I know I'll end up being an hour and whatever then my hit my hour goal. But yeah, it's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. I know I'm not the only one who deals with this, especially after COVID started. I'm sure there are so many people who are dealing with a phone addiction and, uh, or in general technology, it's one of like America's worst problems right now. <laughs> or if you're on the other side, making money off of it, it's like your favorite problem in society, but you're probably not, um, immune to it and either. So yeah, like that whole social dilemma movie. I'm sure lots of you have watched it. The fact that the creators of these apps who are creating it for it to be addicting, know it's addicting and then go home and go on that app and are addicted to it themselves is a great example of no matter how good something can be for you, it still can be, it still can right, like bite you right in the butt. Like when you walk away from it or when you think you're, you know, you're immune to it. So yeah, like uh, I told myself that if I get into podcasting and I get into like um, a career or a job or a side hustle on the internet and content creation, then I'll be on my phone less. I think that that has completely been the opposite for me now. Now that I'm on my phone more for the podcast, for creating content, I'm actually just more distracted now because then I just switch over to my personal account or I switch apps to something more intriguing and fun to do. And then I'm stuck on there for <laughs> however long again. So yeah, I'm working on it. Uh, I wanted to share that with you guys because I'm sure there's a, a bunch of other things that some of you who are listening are addicted to. And all you guys need to do is try, try your best and also find someone else who has that same addiction. I mean, I'm not the first one to say this. I'm not a genius, but when you have someone else to who's in the same position, then you guys can share ideas with one another. You guys can share your struggles. And my friend currently is addicted to his phone too. And we're trying together to stop this addiction and it's working. I think it's working. So 
because someone keeps me accountable for it. So whatever addiction it is that you have, find other people who are in the same boat. Um, it's the whole premise of something like AA um, or NA. It's Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous. You find a group of people who are in the same situation and then you get a sponsor, one person who has done a good job of it and uh, helps you through it. And the other person doesn't have to be good at it. They could just be, you know, they could have a different viewpoint at that's all, you know, or somebody to come to to keep accountable. And that's it. So I hope you guys can take from that whatever you could take and apply it to your own lives. Uh, yeah. Um, moving on. I wanted to talk a little bit about someone who replied actually to my last episode, which was awesome. I asked you guys to uh, send in some DM inquiries or replies or critiques or whatever of whatever you thought about the podcast or something you heard. And this person actually replied. I had a couple, but this one I wanted to uh, emphasize. They wanted to comment on my numbers relating the over, the overvalued Tesla stock and Bitcoin. Two points. I'll summarize it. He sent a whole paragraph, but I'll summarize it saying, basically, Tesla is actually overvalued um, by... 6,000 percent, not 1,500. I believe I said 1,500. No, or six. I believe I said 1,500 when I was doing the podcast last, but it's actually 6,000 percent overvalued based on his numbers. He even has the whole equation. He said Tesla's PE ratio 1650 equals price is about 165,000 percent higher than the company earns. Considering typical company PE is 20 to 30, it's overvalued by about 6,000 percent. So thank you so much for correcting me there. And um, which honestly just proves my point a little more that people kind of see something in Tesla for the future and its actual whole brand instead of just the cars. But also he brought up Bitcoin and Bitcoin's not overvalued is what he's saying because um, of the way that it's handled based on the mining rewards getting cut in half every four years. I personally, that's above what I know, my knowledge about Bitcoin. But um, yeah, so he's saying it's not overvalued. He's saying it's actually in 10 years from now, it's actually going to be interesting to see what it looks like. And I don't know if that means it's good or bad. I'm guessing good based on his context. Um, but yeah, so if you guys are ever wanting to respond or say something to correct me or, you know, fact check me that I, I love that. And I hope I get more of that just because I want to be super real and transparent on this podcast and Part of that is you guys correcting me and fact-checking me, and I need that. Any, everyone needs that. If anything, if this podcast is a way for me to learn more things based on your guys' uh, direct messages, that's freaking amazing. Like, that's just another outlet for me to be, um, to have great conversations with you guys, but also to learn new stuff, to be corrected, to stay away from ignorance and um, stupidity, basically. Moving on. Guys, I did forget to welcome you guys to the newly led United States of America, whose president is Joseph R. Biden, which is what Amy Klobuchar said when introducing him at the inauguration. She said, Joseph R. Biden. I was like, if you're going to say his full first name, why don't you just say his full middle name too? It was, I don't know. Is that weird to you guys? <laughs> is that just me? 
It's Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. That's what she should have said. She should have said, welcome Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. as the 46th president of the United States. That would have been, that would have been better. I don't know who taught her how to introduce people, but you don't, you don't do that. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't care. I thought it would just be, f I thought it was just honestly a little odd. That's all. Um, but yeah, I am recording the afternoon after he was inaugurated, which I didn't know, but the president literally has till 12 o'clock, like 12 o'clock PM in DC on this day in order to be president. So like Donald Trump had until 12 p.m. Eastern time on January 20th to do whatever he wanted as president. But once the clock strikes 12, then then he can't do, then he's no longer officially president, which means he could he could do a pardon. He could do a pardon at like 1158 p.m. right before 12. And like that would have been awesome. I mean, he already did like 70. I think it was 73 pardons before he left office, which is just absolutely savage. Like you have like a solid, like a couple weeks left and all he did was just pardon people left and right. And if you read the list of people who he pardoned, it's super interesting. Like it's, su it's super interesting. I think you guys should give it a, give it a look. Uh, one of them is Lil Wayne, um, which was interesting. And I think, Kodak Black on gun charges. Both of them had gun charges and both of them were pardoned by the president, which is just super interesting. <laughs> like out of the 73 people, he also added in two rappers and their gun charges. So I don't know what went on there, who contacted Donald Trump, but that's that's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, you have until then. I was hoping that Donald Trump would um, pardon Snowden, um, for, who's currently who knows where he is he's never going to disclose his location for obvious reasons so he doesn't get found and killed but if he was just to be pardoned edward snowden could have been free but honestly i still don't think he would have been free they still would have come after him assassinated him somehow who knows but he has so many things to say about things being done wrong in the u.s to this day and it's super interesting. Uh, this is once again me referring to a interview that he did with Joe Rogan, which I once again um, recommend you guys go listen to. It's a Snowden, Edward Snowden and Joe Rogan podcast. It was wonderful. But I was really hoping that Donald Trump would uh, pardon him, but he didn't do that. But that would have heated up Joe Biden and the left if he were to do that last moment. Oh, that would have been great. Um, by the way, I don't have any um, political uh, sightings. I'm dabbed like right in the middle and uh, with different views. And so if I ever talk po politics on this podcast or it's always just out of interest, entertainment, um, laughs and giggles and uh, nothing to nothing to be completely serious about really on this podcast so if you're trying to get away from that this is where you come and uh yeah i was thinking of doing different types of episodes or clips basically like political sports tech this that whatever i'm interested in doing and then posting them 
all in one episode. So if you wanted to listen to the full thing, you could. And then if you wanted to listen just to the clips based on what you're interested in, you could also do that. I don't know. Let me know what you think about that. Go ahead and message me. Let me know if that's a good idea or not. Or if you just like these free form pod, free styled podcasts, I'm still working out exactly what I want to do long term because this is something new for me, new for you guys. So let me know. You guys are on this journey with me. So I would love to get your insight on that. Uh, back on addiction talk, I just thought about something. I could see how quickly people get addicted to the Amazon buying effect. Like that quick purchase comes quick, that instant gratification of things coming fast, things being at the cheapest price that they can be. Like that whole conversation of Amazon being um, addicting is just, I can completely see it. If I wasn't skimpy with my money and financially responsible, I could easily see myself just going down a rabbit hole of buying things left and right for, because having an online store with every single thing you could think of makes it very easy for them to be able to advertise to you exactly the types of things you like, uh, advertise to you things that aren't even necessary, but, um, improve whatever you bought last. Like, let's say you bought, like, for example, I bought like a strap for my camera just to hold. It's like a nice leather, um, super nice strap basically to hold my camera. Like when I'm handheld, and it also recommended me tripods, like after buying this, like a week afterwards, you know, it's a bit a week, you know, you can, you save a little bit more money. Maybe you got another paycheck. Maybe you could buy something else is what they're thinking, right? So they recommend me a tripod. They recommend me a microphone. They recommend me a tinier tripod. They recommend me lenses, all these different things that are like, oh, you know what? That would make this better. And then no, my brain goes in to turns on the saving money switch and goes, you don't need that. You don't need that. You don't need that. The thing is with Amazon, it feels like it's easy to buy because you could just press it. It's it's completed. And then with credit cards, it's even easier. Like it's I just want to talk about that. I think people are actually addicted to buying things, spending their money and getting that instant gratification. This is probably not new to any of you guys or you guys have probably heard of being addicted to buying stuff and shopping. But to me, it's a very new concept because only maybe like a year ago did I get myself in a situation where I have extra spending money um, that I could decide to either save or spend. Before that, it was paycheck to paycheck, pay my phone bill, pay for gas, pay for this, pay for that. And then I don't have any money left over except for maybe going uh, saving for a trip with my girlfriend or going um, on a date with my girlfriend, things like that, right? Or buying gifts for my family and friends. So I don't think until maybe a year ago, I started having extra money to spend that I started understanding how people have a shopping addiction, which is just super interesting to me. And I know, like I said, a lot of you guys probably already know about this, already maybe (laughs) even struggle with this, but I could see myself if I don't, if I stop being like financially responsible, seeing myself going down a hole of buying unnecessary things. So I try to, I actually very opened my girlfriend with the things I buy, like, oh, I bought this recently to treat myself and stuff. The, it becomes a problem when I stop telling her what I bought because then I know I'm buying too many things. Uh, so hopefully that never happens. Also on the topic of addiction, <laughs> I almost ended this podcast without talking about my crazy addiction with sugar. And if you know me, then I think I've talked about this with you before. But majority of you guys probably haven't heard me talk about this. And I'm just going to do this because 
this podcast is about addiction and I'm not very proud of my sugar addiction, but that's exactly what this is for. Am I right? So I have a weird relationship with sugar. I am not like constantly thinking about it, right? It's not like I'm, it's not like my phone where I pick it up uh, more than a hundred times a day, but it's more like when I am hungry and I'm in the kitchen and I don't, I'm too tired to make food or like I'm just being lazy, but I know there's chocolate, ice cream or sweets. I can just eat that as my meal. So like I can just eat like five pieces of chocolate straight or like eat a whole cup of ice cream um, or two or eat a bunch of cookies and then just be like, you know what? This is good. I'm not hungry anymore. That's so bad. I feel like trash when I do that because <laughs> I could, I would have easily enjoyed a good meal, like a, a good pasta plate or some chicken or a sandwich way more than that sugar. Like I would have enjoyed it more because it's an actual meal and it tastes good, but I'm okay with just eating a cup or two of ice cream instead because I don't know, my body just craves sugar but like, I don't, if that any, if that makes any sense, like I can eat a whole entire amount of sugar serving and not care. Well, I'll care afterwards, but in the moment I don't care, but really I'm okay with eating something else. It's not like I'm craving that sugar. It's super weird, but I really am addicted. And I know I'm addicted because when I try to not eat sugar for Lent, it was hard. Me and my mom were doing it together and it was tough. Like. I remember, like like I said, I don't crave sugar too much, but my body does. So what happens is like when I'm not eating sugar and I'm in the kitchen and I know, like I'm on Lent, I'm not eating sugar for 40 days, great. I'm in the kitchen and I'm getting lazy, don't want to make food. And I see sugar all, I'm like, I'm so, it's, I get irritated. I'm like agitated because I am i can't touch that sugar. That, like, that's not normal. I should just be like, okay, I can't eat sugar. Let's make something else. Stop being lazy. No, I'm like, ah, I'm so mad right now that I can't just eat ice cream. But it's not like I crave that ice cream. It's just, I, okay, maybe I'm lying to myself by not, by saying I don't crave it. I'm not sure. But yeah, my addiction with sugar is weird. And I know I've got to stop it because sometimes I eat whole, my whole meal is just a sugary sweet. Sometimes, it, you know, with fat, if it's ice cream. So I got to really chill out on that. And the goal for me recently is to just, you know, stay under the recommended amount, which is like 20 grams of added sugar a day and just stick to that. But I don't want to just do added sugar. I want to do in general, because if I give myself the ability to eat natural sugars, then I'm going to start telling myself that like <laughs> natural sugar, honey is okay. And then I'll be eating honey, um, sweetened things, or I'll be saying that uh, agave syrup's normal, but you know, I know that stuff's the same thing. So I just got to chill out, eat my recommended amount and not be lazy and make food. But guys, yeah, I'm, I'm like, obviously, you know, the definition physically or mentally dependent on something. I think physically I'm dependent on sugar, like not in a good way, obviously not mentally, but physically. So like, I think that I got to really work on this and chill out <laughs> And I'll be letting you know how my journey with fighting my sugar addiction is going. Um, but I can't believe I almost ended this podcast without talking about it because it's definitely one of my biggest struggles <laughs> is not eating too much sugar. Uh, it's so bad. I could eat like I could sit down and eat a whole thing of Oreos and like, 
you know, be like, okay, great. I, I, don't, I don't have to eat for the next few hours, but then I'll eat again in a few hours and it might also include another sweet. So yeah, that's not helping my fitness journey. It's not helping me in any shape or form with any of that. So I got to chill out, work on that for sure. Um, I'll let you guys know, like I said, I don't really have anyone that I know who's addicted to sugar as much like that. So I can't really find someone who's also trying not to. I have a buddy who doesn't eat sugar at all. And he hasn't for like the last two years, like literally no added sugar for the last two years. He might put a little bit of honey in his coffee or tea, but that's like, that's like the extent of it. So he's a complete trooper. And I, to this day, I, I don't know if it's my addiction to sugar or if it's because I'm a bad friend, but every time we're hanging out and he, you know, we're eat, we're going to go out to get something sweet to eat. I ask him like, oh, do you want to go? Or like, oh, what do you want? You know, when we're like, what, what ice cream do you want? Like I've, I've been hanging with this kid for two years and I still have a hard time remembering that he doesn't eat sugar. This man is probably heated at me, to be honest. Um, but he keeps us cool. He's super nice about it to this day. I think everybody does it to him, but me more than anyone for sure. And I think it's because I, my body's like wanting sugar so bad that I'm just like this, this guy 100% wants sugar too. So what do you want? Yeah, no, I have a problem. Okay. Admitting it. You don't have to let me know, but if you want to message me and just, you know, remind me how bad my addiction is, you go ahead. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I will update you guys how that is going. And if I see results at the gym too, because of it, um, I'll probably have withdrawals for a bit by not eating as much sugar as I usually do daily. You know, um, maybe that's why I had a headache this last weekend. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. This was a really fun podcast for me because I was just really open and it wasn't really, um, centered around anything too serious or you know too structured um because i said it was going to be a freely flowing casual podcast but the last two have been uh pretty focused on subjects but this one was even though it was about addiction was still pretty um casual and i just got to talk about my life and my addictions and um you guys got to know me a little more so Thanks again for listening. I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. If you guys want to share it with your friends, that'd be awesome. If not, I just hope you guys come back next week and listen to another episode. Um, I want to be posting more often and more regularly. So hopefully you guys see more of that um, coming up this week. But I'll be posting again on Monday. Sorry that I didn't do that this week. But again, on Monday will be another post and uh, maybe some other content. We'll see. Like I said, I really appreciate you guys. If you guys have any uh, comments, questions, fact checks, go ahead and message me on uh, Instagram. And if you guys want to subscribe, uh, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify Podcasts, and leave, leave any comments on my Instagram post letting me know uh, how you feel about this episode. Thank you again so much. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day.